we're going to take stock. Now we're going to look at things. Well, we do that every day, though, don't we? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. As is our want. The GS Plumbing Talk Line is 1-800-905-0989. Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. Last Wednesday, a U.S. attorney tried to convince a judge to give what amounted to a get-out-of-jail-free card for, for everything he's done and everything he's ever going to do to Hunter Biden for all crimes he had committed up to this point. On Thursday, Donald Trump was indicted yet again. Then Sam Bankman-Fried was let off the hook for funneling $90 million of stolen funds into the pockets of the Democrats. Then the Justice Department tried to jail Devin Archer as he was about to get in front of uh, Congress and be interviewed, uh, you know, on the Hunter Biden influence peddling thing. Then the FBI revealed it contracted illegally with a spyware firm. And then yesterday, Donald Trump got indicted again. Okay. I see them. I see them. And they see me. They know that we know. The Biden administration has clearly given up on the idea that the federal government exists to do anything but satisfy the whims of Joe Biden, whatever they may be, whenever they come up. And I, my, my only question now is, why don't you just save us some money and go ahead and take us to where you want to go and let's see what you get out of that. Go throw Donald Trump in jail without due process because this is not the FBI or the DOJ. This is the Stasi. These are Stasi tactics. The Department of Justice, they are Stasi. They, they have no credibility at all ever again with me for a very long time. I don't know. I don't care when, when it changes. The FBI. The FBI is... Uh, they're the Stasi. They aren't even trying to pretend that they're anything but corrupt tyrants who are convinced they can get away with anything they want to. And right now, at this particular moment, they can. They are. If we lived in a free country with a functioning press, there would be some sort of outcry on this. But uh, no. No, the crusading journalists, they're not ringing any alarm bells about the destruction of democracy, which is that what they charge us with doing all the time. We're destroying democracy, which doesn't even exist here. It's not even a thing. It's a new thing. It's like gun violence and transgender. It's all made up vernacular tried to get it to, to, to try to sway our thought process. And uh, on that, you know, that latter point about the destruction of democracy, they're actually blaming the Republicans for not buckling to the inevitable. And the current definition of democracy, as it is today, is simply complying with anything the left wants to impose on us. And I'm sorry, federal government and United States government, at this moment you have taken me to incandescent rage. Does that matter that you, now that you've banned incandescent bulbs? Now, this is not about whether or not I want Donald Trump to be the nominee. I want Donald Trump to win. If Donald Trump's going to win, then he has to win in a primary. He needs to debate. He needs to get in there with DeSantis and Ramaswamy and all these other guys. And yes, Ramaswamy actually had the best response to this that I saw yesterday. And Pence, you are dead to me, sir. You are... You are I don't even know what to call you. I mean, why don't you and Bill Crystal just go get a room? I get why the Republican Party in some 
cases or the Republican voters are rallying to Trump because he's under a constant assault all the time from the left. These slings and arrows that he is enduring that, I mean, they're getting all over him. I mean, they're hitting him everywhere. They're actually meant to uh, demoralize us and enrage us. They want us to experience this incandescent rage. They think it will redound to their benefit and may be right. And I can't predict the future. So I genuinely don't know. Chances are the election will come down to whether there's a recession or not in 2024. And it usually does. Now, Trump, Trump, was, Trump was easily distracted as president, and he did a few things that I really wouldn't have liked for him to do as president. Uh, having said that, he is still the most effective president we have had lately. And I got a, I got somebody in the, uh, in the, in, in, in the, uh, <laughs> on the live, on the live stream. And she's all, all upset. And she's just ranting on the live stream. You know, I give out a phone number there, Carol Sanders. It's one eight hundred nine zero five zero nine eight nine. You could call in, and I would actually sort of, uh, you know, I, I would take your call, and you could do all the ranting you want, and then I would debunk you, and then you'd be done. You could do that if you wanted to. Trump didn't, uh, he did not drain the swamp when he had a chance to. It would have been hard to do, but it would it was doable. But he faced a lot of obstructionism from both sides, from both sides. The Democrats were coming at him hard. They were coming at him hard when he came down the stairs. They were coming at him hard before he was ever inaugurated, you know. And uh, all, the, uh, all of that obstructionism would have to be rooted out and dealt with as well. And the people who have been left would be more dedicated to obeying the law, not the people in power. And instead, we have our Stasi Justice Department, very happy to abuse the power. We have the Stasi FBI that goes after parents of pro-lifers. We have the Stasi IRS that intimidates supporters. And all of these agencies determined to destroy Trump and you, period. 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 That's it. And I don't, I don't blame Donald Trump for this. This is just the, this is just the eventual thing that happens with uh, when you, th th they've been abusing power for decades, and now, now they've gotten to the point to where they just don't care if, uh, if you're out there. And there's old Carol still, still, still go, going at it in the in the live stream. <laughs> uh, and you know we see the evidence of all this stuff the Twitter files the Facebook files crossfire hurricane the censoring of the laptop Fauci running the country all happened all of that happened during Trump and due to the obstructionism and a lot of people sitting back going well you know he did this and he did that no he didn't no he did not he just was not in a position to go for it and somebody has to clean this up now Now imagine a Biden's second term. If this is Biden when he's seeking re-election, imagine Biden without any constraints at all, which is what a president that wins re-election is. When you're in your second term, you are unleashed. You are unleashed. 
and uh, that's that's what we're facing right now at this particular moment. We have to we have to have a very good primary. It has to be very bruising. We need uh, we need people that are going to fight. We need a candidate who's going to get in there and fight. I don't know who it's going to be. I don't know who it's going to be. Right now, the front runner in 2023, in August of 2023, is Trump, without a doubt. And you know what? That doesn't mean anything. That could change tomorrow. That could change tomorrow. All these things that come into play with this, we need to see them all. Trump needs to get on stage with DeSantis and Scott and Haley and Hutchison and Hurd and Ramaswamy and all these guys, and they all need to debate. They all need to debate because right now this moment, right now at this moment, besides the fact that Trump is the one being hit and hammered all the time, I haven't yet heard what he's going to do in his next term, and I'm very interested to know that because what he did in his first term was nothing short of miraculous. He did it with complete and total obstructionism coming from all sides, both parties, and yet he did bring the economy back. He did unleash the energy behemoth that is the United States. He, he, let the, he turned on the economic spigot and, just, and stood back and just watched it run. And that's, to, to me, when you get out there and you set the stage for government to, to simply make everything available to us to succeed, and then they get the hell out of the way and let us go about our business. That's, that's the best form of government out there. But just remember this. Nobody in government right now today gives a damn about that. They don't. They don't care if you're free to do what you need to do. They just want to be in charge. Welcome to the Stasi. Welcome to the Stasi. The trans narrative that has been shot down by NBC now, which is hilarious. Be right back. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. Well, sometimes somebody gets out there and they do this unforced error where they sort of give away the game. <laughs> the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. The GS Plumbing Talk line is 1-800-905-0989. Streaming live on the WORD Facebook page where uh, if if I'm if I I'm I'm being assaulted uh, and uh, and assailed and ranted at by one person who won't pick up the phone. <laughs> Enjoy yourself, okay? Enjoy that. NBC News got out there and they decided they were going to stake out a position about the issue of race relations. When they did this though, they accidentally sort of uh delivered a searing indictment, if you will, on trans activism. See, apparently online, people have decided uh, to uh, change their race online. Okay. I mean, one time, I, I get that one time on a video game, I was a kangaroo. <laughs> one time I was Donkey Kong. So people apparently want to change their race and they, they delivered a report on those people it identifies as participating in the practice of race change. And in the process, they unintentionally, without any outside stimulus at all, because they're just out there they're making the news, uh, they contradict some of the common narratives in the other aspects of the culture and go after the very, well, they don't mean to go after it. It just happens. They, they unravel the foundation of the transgender narrative. 
Now, what they attempt to do here is describe this emerging practice, but they hold back from the favored description in the press, actually saying that those desiring to shift their race, that they do not constitute a full-blown trend. Although there's a term, an acronym already, race change to another RCTA. Okay. And then the outlet strives to undercut the non-trend and an apparent effort to protect the sanctity of certain races. Because appropriation, right? Remember that appropriation. You can, I can't ever wear a sombrero. Or later hosen. <laughs> and we get this. The headline reads, Inside the online world of those who think they can change their race. Subheader, practitioners purport to be able to manifest physical changes in their appearance and even their genetics to truly become a different race. So what, what, what are you talking about when they who think and purport? This is divisive. This is non-accepting. People are self-identifying and you are not being helpful with this at all. We have been lectured for years by you about this exclusionary thinking and this is intolerance on your part. You, you, you people, you. We've been needled and hectored and, and, and messed with about how an individual proclaims themselves to be a, you know, this, this is vital for them, you know, but this is not the only thing that emerges out of this inadvertently. Uh, writer Emmy Tet, gosh, to Yetni Tron enlists a number of experts to weigh in on this issue. And some of the stuff they come up with is sort of surprising and they actually printed it. I could see it. <laughs> If this was their notes that had been printed, okay, fine. But this is that part of the story. We get told that there's certain realities that cannot be overcome by an individual's desire to become something other than what they have been previously assigned, which none of us are assigned. None of us are ever assigned. We're born. We're born. We we don't know how we're going to be born. I'm, I'm not conscious of anything that ever happened before I was I born. I was born, and uh, I don't remember the first time I was actually conscious of the fact that I existed. So I wasn't assigned. I just was born, and that's the way I came out. But this is an amazing departure for them, <laughs> and you know the other similar assertions that you know they've been screaming at us. We get this. From the article, experts underscore that it is simply impossible to change your race. It is just belief, said Jamie Cohen, an assistant professor of cultural and media studies at Queens College City University of New York. It doesn't ever really work because it's not doing anything, but they have convinced themselves that it works because there's other people who have convinced themselves as well. Holy moly. Jumping Jehoshaphat in all of this stunning to behold and after all people on social media stating nearly these identical words in regard to transgender movement have been silenced banned for these thoughts but wait there's more we get experts agree race is not genetic but they contend that even though race is a cultural construct it is impossible to change your race because of the systemic inequalities inherent to being born into a certain race David Freund, a uh, history of race, uh, historian of race and politics and an associate professor at the University of Maryland, College Park corroborates the idea that a biological race does not exist. 
What we know today as race is a combination of inherited characteristics and cultural traditions passed down through generations, he said. <laughs> and, um, you know, right now we need to throw something into the gears and let this grind to a halt. I don't want to dispute anything these experts are telling us. But what you guys are saying, that you haven't been saying it that long. I mean, this is all new. And your narrative that you have built so carefully and so viciously, you're tearing it down yourself. Because here, here it comes. We're being told that race is not genetic, but it remains inalterable because even though it is a cultural construct, it is impossible to be changed. <gasps> and then with transgender issues, we've been told that despite the genetically assigned realities of biology, gender is a construct. So therefore, it is fluid and something people can alter whenever they feel like it. The LGBT infinity agenda has been, uh, you know, it, it's been it's been quite quite the construct by them as they construct it and make it up as they go. That's why it's infinity because it has no rules and it has no ending and it has no beginning and it just simply is and that's the way it is. And if you don't like it, well, you're going to be canceled and thrown out of everything that you like to do. They're trying to stick an anti-science peg into a front hole and the realities divide their desire, just like it does with race. Here they are becoming undone by their own rules, which is a common thing. And you can't tell us that it is impossible to alter a social construct without blasting into pieces the prior claims that biological realities are merely social constructs. And this is the point <laughs> when not having chosen to participate in these new rules from the start is so liberating. Now we can sit back, we can pop the corn, pop the beer, you know, pop open the beer, and watch as these people who have tried to foist these unreal standards on you contend in their own social schism. All that remains now, because they're going to apply their pseudo-scientific method, is for them to come up with their conclusion. And guess what? I don't want to know what you come up with, because it doesn't matter. Because I live in the world of reality, and you live in, I don't know. I don't know where you live. I got a few questions for the UN and John Kerry, because of certain things they're saying right now, which is proving to be wrong. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. The GS Plumbing Talk Line is 1-800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. Streaming live on the WORD Facebook page. Let's go to the phones. Robert in Greenville. Yes, sir. What can I do for you? Hello, Bill. This uh, 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 a uh, conversation I heard on NPR this past Sunday. You know it's a real liberal radio station. Oh yeah, but they had had the uh, commissioner of the IRS on. He was bragging that he's with fifty thousand people is going over taxes for the last ten years and has fleeced thirty eight million dollars so far from millionaires, and they have a AI computer they're very proud about that's recording everybody that speaks on in the news media, radio, television, whatever. 
and you tell me what the IRS is doing with a AI recording everybody that speaks on radio. Well, they're the Stasi. They're, they're the Stasi. This is weaponization of government. All right, explain this is... that, because I, I haven't studied about the Stasi like you have. Well, explain I haven't studied they... the Stasi. The Stasi were the secret uh, police of East Germany. And, uh, the you know, when you look at... The East Germans and part yeah. of that spy network that would wake people up in the middle of the night and uh, arrest them, and they would never be seen or heard from again? Then, you know, stuff like that happened. In the Eastern Bloc. Well, we hadn't gotten quite that bad yet, but it's no, but uh, every day, <laughs> yes, sir. We haven't gotten quite every, that bad, but the problem is they're broadcasting what they're doing now, just like you saw on NPR, where the IRS are saying this is what we're doing, and uh, everybody's going, "Oh, that's horrible. What do we do about it?" And then they shrug their shoulders and well, go out there I'm and the fire at the grill. One that thinks it's horrible. The rest of them are so brain damaged. They've never known the IRS does not go back 10 years on people's taxes. Unless you have filed a um, past year's um, tax form, they don't look at anything but the year, that year. And it's illegal to go back and review. Sure, but that doesn't. Hey, listen, the law doesn't mean anything to them. That's just the law is only applied when it can be used to club you. They use the law to club the regular people like baby seals. And they, as far as the rest of the law is concerned, that's just a you know that's just that's a suggestion. The military should be taking these people out of there. Well, the the military's left too. The military's woke. No, no, no respite there. Everything in government right now at the moment has been, uh, since the time of Obama, it has been, it has been uh, groomed, if you will, to be this way. And they are erupting. real bad. Really fast, too. It's a lot worse really f- under uh, O'Biden than it is Obama. Yeah, so. And, and you can tell that there's a lot of overlap between the two. I don't know who's running that. Well, it isn't Biden. Biden, all Biden wants is a sugar cone with some vanilla soft serve and the Matlock Marathon. That's all he wants. That's all he needs to be happy and to be hanging out with his dog that attacks everything that moves. He, he, that's what. Yeah. That's his day. And so I complained about that as well. Two German <laughs> shepherds in the inside the White House. Two outdoor dogs in a two hundred plus. Well, I mean, I've owned, I've owned, I have owned a full-blooded German Shepherd that was trained to be a law enforcement dog, and that dog never bit anybody. She never bit anybody. Did you so keep them inside. Kept her inside. Kept her inside. Sure did. No, she, I, no I could not. do Twelve that years with that Shepherd. with that lovely dog. So anyway, <laughs> listen, I got to jump. Thanks very much for the call. Stay safe. Stay. Keep listen. Keep listen, Keep your ear to the ground too. Hearing all this stuff is really, really good. So, uh, you know, in Turkey, was it, was it time or new years? And after the election, explain how the engineered the election proper outcome. Do you remember that? And most of them are. Of live radio. We are fighting on something right now, and uh, we, we got that. We, I think we have it sorted, but we're going to do a few other things in the background here very shortly. GS Plumbing Talk Line, one 800 the Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line, 71307, and streaming live on the WORD Facebook page. The UN is 
certainly sending out some con contradictory information currently, which uh, I don't. I, I guess if we if they didn't do this, we wouldn't even know they existed because I don't know what they do. To be quite honest with you, does anybody know what they actually do? They they want to be in charge of everything, and they've set up shop in the United States. Uh, and they you know they talk bad about the United States all the time. I think they should be in Mogadishu or Kiev. <laughs> Go somewhere where uh, you know they're, they're they're sort of like the big bad gun controllers of the entire world. The way they try to, you know, they, they go where there's nothing happening and nobody's in trouble or nothing with, with the stuff they do. And then they sit there and they talk, talk about nonsense. And we get this. The UN and European Union monitor said that July is set to be the hottest month in recorded history. Cue up the da da da. Climate change is here. It is terrifying. And it's just the beginning. The era of global warming has ended. The era of global boiling has arrived. Global boiling. <laughs> And the extreme impacts of climate change have been in line with scientists' predictions and repeated warnings, according to, what's this cat's name? Antonio Gutierrez, the chief of the UN. The only surprise is the speed of the change. They pretend that they can tell that this is the warmest month ever when we weren't recording certain things and warmer than it has been in over 120,000 years. As if before we got here, we had weather, weather stations already st set out there making measurements. And I got a question for you guys. Why wasn't L.A., a city with millions of people and millions of cars and lots of buildings and cement, why weren't they warm a month ago if all things were told to cause warming actually cause warming? We didn't hear the nightly news stories because there were none about how cool and comfortable the coastal California cities were because... This goes against the narrative. But there was a headline, L.A. streak of temperatures below 80 degrees reaches 60 days. <laughs> it's been unseasonably cool for the past two months, and it's been historically pleasant in L.A. From May 1st to June 29th, the high temperature in downtown L.A. did not reach 80. It is the longest recorded streak of days with high temperatures below 80s during May and June in downtown L.A. since 1878. The previous longest streak was 59 days from May 2nd to June 29th in 1916. Las Vegas didn't hit 100 until June the 30th. The latest on record, and they don't question, they're not questioning, the media's not questioning these talking points there. Um, but, you know, Harry Reid Airport in Las Vegas hits 100 by late May. <clears throat> the earliest 100 degree uh, Fahrenheit day was May 5th. This year they didn't hit 100 until June 30th. <clears throat> Why did Antarctica have the coldest winter on record two years ago after 160 years of an exponential rise in crude oil and coal use? Where are the nightly news stories touting the great success that Antarctica set record cold temperatures? Where's the UN spokes holes on this one? We get Antarctica's, Antarctica's last six months were the coldest on record. The winter of 2021 was the second coldest on record with the temperature for June, July, and August 3.4 degrees Celsius, 6.1 degrees Fahrenheit, lower than the 1981 to 2010 average at minus 62.9 degrees Celsius. In 2020, India, which has well over a billion people, and they burn a lot of coal, set cold records. Yet no daily reports in the media or comments from the UN. In 2015, 
Great Britain had 40,000 excess deaths from the cold, so why weren't we told why the dire predictions of warming were not true? Why would the UN care so much about a little warming when so many more die from the cold? This past winter, they were very, very worried about what was coming. They were looking at things and how we're going to get wood for this and that because they didn't have energy coming in to actually heat, heat anywhere. And while we rarely, if ever, get a headline about code-related deaths, we get articles like this when a few people die from warming to scare the public into capitulation. At least a dozen people have died in heat-related causes in Texas and Louisiana as, it, as extreme temperatures continue to plague the country. They asked John Kerry about his private jet and why he doesn't care about China's human rights abuse, but they never asked the more important questions. This is, and dude's a hypocrite, and it's not, it's not, this is not like a sudden revelation where I look at John Kerry and go, oh, he's a hypocrite. He's a stolen valor hypocrite, too. They, they never ask him to show scientific data. Because, and I guess it's because he doesn't have any. But here's what we could ask him. Did the little ice age end in 1860? Is it normal for the earth to warm after a little ice age ends? How did the earth cool from 1940 to 75 if all the things you say causing warming actually do cause warming? The use of coal and natural gas and other things you say cause warming have skyrocketed in the past 140 years, yet the temperatures have fluctuated. Doesn't that show there's no direct correlation there? Uh, don't a lot of people, more people die from cold weather versus warm weather? The oceans average over 12,000 feet deep and have only risen an estimated 9 inches in the past 140 years. Aren't there a lot of natural variables that would affect a minor change in ocean level? And how did you and others establish that humans and our natural resources are the cause of this minuscule rise? Why didn't the previous dire predictions of the UN and others for the last several decades come true? Since they didn't come true, why should we believe anything you have today that you say? Why didn't the dire predictions of the 1970s come true that billions would die from the coming ice age? Why didn't your predictions about Arctic ice come true? And the most important one is why should we believe the UN, anything the UN says, ever? Now, Kerry claimed in 2009 that the Arctic would be ice-free. And he wrote that the threat of climate change is not an abstract concern for the future. It's already upon us and its effects are being felt worldwide. Scientists project the Arctic will be ice-free in the summer of 2013. Not in 2050, but four years from now. Here's another question. Does buying a piece of paper that represents a carbon credit actually do anything to reduce the emissions from a private jet or from your mansions? What it actually means is now you have to pay to pollute. That's that's what it is. Uh, it won't stop pollution if you got enough money to fund it. Uh, big question, what's the perfect temperature? And how do you get to that perfect temperature? Is it the Goldilocks temperature for human beings? That's where I would say it would be. Shouldn't government policies be based on actual scientific data instead of these models you guys put together to come up with this certain end result? And if we control temperatures and uh, sea levels and per precipitation and all this and storms, how come we still have, why are, there, why are there still hurricanes, or not hurricanes, tornadoes occurring in her, uh, Tornado Alley? Why hasn't that shifted? 
to the east or to the west? Why hasn't that dry air coming from the west, why hasn't that changed? Right? I, uh, you know, those are just a few questions I have for the yahoos. And the yahoos, everything they, everything they, they, they purport to say or do is all meant to control you. And that's all they want. They want to control you. They want to control your money. They want to create a new, a new currency called carbon credit, where you can, and, and that's what it essentially is. Carbon credit would be a certificate saying, okay, you can go fly your jet X amount of miles with this and don't worry about it. Your virtue signal, you have paid for it and uh, you're good to go. When we get back, the only one I saw that actually came out and said something proper concerning this latest indictment of Donald Trump was Vivek Ramaswamy, the guy that I have hammered here lately. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD.